Brother Steve was uh, quick and to the point, so I'm going to do the very same. Amen? Anybody got a testimony they want to stand up and share? Come on, anybody.
Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, let me testify. Um, yesterday, Mark, I'm thankful unto for sustaining me. Um, I've been through a lot this last past year, and I'm not dwelling on it. I'm moving forward. Uh, yesterday marks the year anniversary of my husband passing away, and I didn't see how I was going to come through it without However, I made it. I'm here, and I'm giving God all the glory, all the praise. And I'm expecting God to do great things in me, through me, inside of me. I praise God. Right. Have your Bible. Turn with me. Exodus chapter 7. Chapter 12, verses 7 through 14. Can y'all hear me okay without this mic? Brother Steve, can you hear me without the mic? Can you hear me? I'm straining. Are we ready? Exodus chapter 12, verses 7 through 14. And it reads as follows, and I'm reading from the New King James. And it says, as they took some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses where they eat, where they eat it. Then shall they eat the flesh on the night, roasted in fire with the unleavened bread and with the bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head, its legs and its entrails. You shall let none of the remains, none of it remain until the morning. And what remains until the morning, you shall burn it with fire. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, with sandals, on your feet and staff in your hand, so that you shall eat in haste. It is the Lord's Passover, for I will pass through the land of Egypt on the night, and I will strike all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all of the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when, you, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Verse 14. So this day shall you be a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast of the Lord throughout, the, all ge- throughout your generation. You shall keep it as a feast by the everlasting ordinance. Father, I thank you right now for the reading and the hearing of your word. Father, I ask that you just give me what you gave me to speak into your people. I ask by way of the Holy Spirit, get Sarah out of the way, and Holy Spirit, speak through me. Let this word go forth with boldness and clarity right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise and glory. 
in advance. Amen. Can y'all hear me through this? It doesn't sound like I'm hearing, but it's probably that the monitor or whatever. And that's okay. This is going to be quick and short to the point. Considering what we were, uh, the Holy Spirit ministered uh, on this morning, I get home and I began to uh, try to relax and I couldn't. And so Holy Spirit says to me, apply the blood to the door. Now, I was going to preach the sermon on Lazarus, but I mean, like immediately, as soon as I got in, I thought, okay, I'm going to chill out and relax a little bit. Immediately. So I'm thinking, I'm going to get up and, and, and get my doors taken care of, my, all my entryways taken But that was, he, it wasn't just for me. It was including, I'm, I'm included in that. And so I began to go to the scriptures, and I began to look up what he was talking about, and the Holy Spirit were talking about all the things that we have come out of. We're talking about the children of Israel just coming out of They've been exited out of being in bondage for like 430 years or 400 and some odd years. And so they have come out of this and that and the other. And it brought me in remembrance of some of the things that we have come out of. It brought me in remembrance of some of the things that I have come out. I don't know about you. I can't speak for you. I don't know what you're dealing with and what you've come out of. But I've come out of some pretty rough things. And I want to give God all the glory and all the praise because he's still not done with me yet. Okay? He's still not done with us yet, church. He's still not done with us. But as I began to read this and I began to ponder on this scripture, I began to say, okay, Lord, I can't just tell the folks to apply the blood on the doorpost. Now, I know I'm talking to seasoned folks, and you guys know your Bible. You guys know the story. So I'm not going to go through all the details. Sunday school is every Sunday from 9.30 to 10.15 on a Sunday morning. So that's a good plug-in for Sunday school. But as as I began to read this and I read through this, I couldn't understand why he didn't just give me one verse. Why didn't Holy Spirit just give me one verse to to light on? Because he wanted me to go back and read through this and read the history on where they had come from and where they were going and where they were at at that point. And Holy Spirit had began to just, just show me that, that I want you, I want you to tell my people that I want them to come out of something, but I want them to memorialize me bringing them out of it, me getting them through the hard things. And so when, when he said, apply the blood to the doorpost, I read up in one of the commentaries, and, and, it, and it was like, uh, you kill the, the lamb. You, you kill the lamb, um, and you applied, it, it was a lamb that was spotless. Nothing on it, nothing, you know, wrong with it. And you applied the, the blood to the doorpost. Holy Spirit, what is going on? You applied it to, God's got this, <laughs> You applied it to the doorpost, and it says you applied it to the sides, both sides, and the top. And when I looked up one of the commentaries, it, it, it explains like uh, there was the door, entryway, the framework, or whatever. And then over it, it was as if there were just a little lattice type of window over the door frame, as if to say, as if to say, I'm watching. For anything that tries to come in that's unwelcome, 
it will stop at the entrance and see the blood of Jesus and know that this is not a place that it belongs. Come on, church. The blood of Jesus. We talked a little bit this morning about the word of God and the blood of Jesus. And then Holy Spirit begins to deal with me on applying the blood of Jesus. Okay, so we know what Christ accomplished through Calvary. The redemptive work that he accomplished through, through Calvary, through Christ Jesus. But here we are before. So this is kind of a type and shadow of what is to come. If we do the study it out, it is applicable to what Christ did for us. Amen? If we really study it out, it's not just blood of a lamb, it's blood of the lamb applied at the cross for us. Amen? So there's redemptive meaning in all of this. And I began to read this, and I began to go on, and I said, I don't understand what you're trying to say, Lord. I don't understand why I can't just say the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Because what he was trying to get across to, what he was trying to get across to uh, the people who, his people, because I don't want you to take it lightly that I brought you out of something. Church, God doesn't want us to take it lightly that he's brought us out of some things, out of some bondages. If we go back generations and generations and generations, we'll find things in our history that are not loving and kind and, and all. We will find all kinds of junk in our past. And because we are able to stand in the house of the God and, and, and worship him in unity and love on days like today, God has brought us through something. He's brought us through a lot, and we need to think about that, but often we don't. And so I began to pray a little while, and I said, okay, Lord, I hear this, I hear this, but I want to get it so I can relay it to the church. So if you think about, help me, Holy Spirit, if you think about uh, the blood being applied to the doorpost as a security as a stamp saying, you can't come in here. Many of us need to take on that attitude with things that come across our home or or try to enter in our home. You see the blood? You're not welcome here. You can't cross that line. And many of us don't. We don't apply that blood to our homes and those doorposts. We don't apply those, those, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb. We don't apply it. So therefore, we have an open door to all kinds of havoc, an open door to every kind of thing that wants to enter into our home because we haven't applied the blood appropriately. We have sickness, we have financial issues, we have uh, uh, marital issues, we have um, a family crisis, children, and, and everything you can think of. Because we're not applying the blood of Jesus. We're not standing on the ground and saying we're not defeated. We are victorious through Christ Jesus. You see the blood of Jesus? We're not applying the blood to the post. We're not applying the blood of Jesus appropriately. I'm not saying that you don't do it. I'm not saying that you don't do it all the time. I'm saying it's time to do it again. I'm saying it is time to do it again. This was a feast that was established to celebrate something that they've came out of. This is the beginning of 2020. I'm celebrating something that I came out of. And if God is telling me to apply the blood to the doorpost, that tells me two things. That tells me that there's something coming that could possibly, potentially, probably 
harm my home. And that tells me that he has planned for me and mine to be saved if I meet the conditions. Conditions are apply the blood, apply the blood, apply the blood, apply the blood. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had so much stuff going on. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, I, I'm, I oil up everything, everything. When I think about that, I think about Sister Ann, because I know she does a lot of that here in the sanctuary and probably at her home, too. But my mama taught me that when I was little. She taught me, yeah, that, that, grease it up, grease it up. I don't care if you have olive oil. I don't care if you got some butter in the refrigerator and you got to melt it. I would like, and I would suggest that just because this is something heavy on my heart, and this is what God has given me, for us to take time to apply blood to the post. And I'm not saying you got to do it as soon as you get home or whatever, but pray and seek God and see what God is trying to reveal to you regarding this. Because I don't have anything deep and I don't have anything fancy. I'm just saying what God has given me to say to you on tonight. And if you go back and you read uh, verses 11, it says, when you listen to this, I wrote this down. I'm not sure if I got this out of the commentary or Holy Spirit just downloaded it. It says, when you apply the, the blood to the door post that was your infallible security system it says your fear and your doubt may disturb the peace within your home within your house but not the security you see nothing can come and disturb that security what that blood says when that blood is applied there's nothing that can disturb that so your peace might be disturbed. You might be saying, yeah, but you don't know what kind of stuff I'm going through. You don't know what kind of stuff my kids are into. You don't know what kind of stuff my boss is carrying on. You don't know what kind of stuff my body is doing. You don't know what the doctor's report says. No, I don't. But I know if you applied the blood, when God, it didn't say Satan, it didn't say the enemy. It says when God comes through, that he will see the blood on the doorpost and he will Passover. So I'm hearing that clearly like, you know, we always think the devil is doing this, Satan is doing this. There's some things that happen that God delivers. Some things that aren't pleasant to our flesh, we don't like to see happen. Some of the devastation, we don't want to say that it's God. God is a God of love and mercy and kindness, but he's also a God of power. And he does have wrath. So I can't tell you what, what's coming and what's, what's going to happen. I can tell you strongly with conviction standing here that God is speaking to us to apply the blood, apply the blood, apply the blood, apply the blood. I'm going to read verses 11. I have this down in my notes. I'm not sure where I was going. It says, if you're fa- this is how your faith comes. This is what I wrote down in my notes. It's like you're not really secure about what you hear or what you feel or what you think or what's going on, but you're secure in the fact of knowing that Christ's blood applied to that doorpost alleviates the stuff that's coming through, the storm that's coming through, the, 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 the bad stuff that's coming through. It was, a, it was death that was coming through, death to the firstborn male and the firstborn animal of the house. And I'm not saying that. I'm not speaking death over you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying whatever is coming through, protect your home. That's what I'm saying. 
And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that this world that we live in is dark. There's so much stuff going on within the world. Within our Chillicothe, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. And many times we'll overlook it. We'll walk past it. You see a piece of paper. It's almost like seeing a piece of paper on the floor. You'll walk past it rather than bending down and picking up. We got a city that is really, really having some struggles with some stuff out there. And we're in the church praising God, and they're out there dying and going to hell. And as I spoke this morning, we have a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, but we need to be taking folks with us. Uh, and that reminded me when I was standing here to listen to some of the testimonies, uh, I want to remind you not to be fearful. Because it says over here in Psalms 90, verses 2. Oh, let me read it. I'm going to read Psalms 91, verses, verses 5 through. He says, You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that's walk in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A, th- a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but nothing shall come near you. Nothing shall come near you. Nothing shall come near you. Apply the blood to the doorpost. Meet the conditions so that your home will be covered. Amen. It talks about them getting ready and preparing the things for uh, this feast and, and all the specific instruction that, that God had given them. And I remember reading the part about where he tells them to, when you partake of this meal and you eat ready to run, you have your shoes on, you have your, your clothes, your traveling clothes on, and you have your staff in your hand. That means they're ready to move, church. So I would tell you, as you prepare to, to start 2020, I know we're only 11, 12 days into 2020, and it seems like it's already taken off, like, like zoom, zoom really fast. And that's okay. God is never too late. He's always on time. And so when God gives me just a little quick message like this, it's simply to prepare us for whatever is coming. I can't tell you what's coming. I can tell you that if God is telling you to prepare, Prepare yourself in your home by placing the blood over the doorpost that you and I ought to prepare ourselves by preparing the, our homes. You have children in our homes. We have, we have ourselves in our homes, and we have things that we have to do for God, but we also need to take, take note of the, the uh, instructions that God has given us, the warnings that God's given us. The, uh, pre- the preparation to, to alleviate some of the stuff. Because once we see things going on, it's not time to get ready. We need to stay ready. It's not really, you know, oh, I hear this is going on. You know that's going on. We better get ready. No. No. Don't be like, though, you remember the story of the ten virgins? They were all prepared, and not, only one had their oil ready, ready to go. We can't be getting ready. We need to be ready and stay ready. Because we don't know the hour of the day that, that Christ is going to return. We don't know what kind of, I mean, if you, I'm not trying to be political, but if you see all the things that are going on in our world, 
oh my goodness. But we're not to be fearful. We are not to be fearful. We have a win-win situation on our hands. If this thing goes up in a boom, we're going to see Jesus, and that's good. That is real good. <laughs> so this is a win-win for the church, for the believers. But think about all those that aren't. Start talking to your children. Start talking to your grandchildren. Start talking to your neighbors. Start talking to your friends. Start talking to the strangers in the Walmart uh, checkout lane. I mean, just start sharing God, his goodness, and how rich his word and how rich he is with you. With, because time is running out. I don't know when. I don't know how. I, I, I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you is that I am going to keep my oil lamp full <laughs> because I don't know the day or the hour. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. And I'm not going to stand here and be called a liar and say that I said this and I said that. All I'm saying to you is apply the blood of Jesus over the doorpost. Protect your home. God has brought us out of some things, and he's taken us into some great good things. But he wants you to be reminded of where you came from, what you come out of. He, want, he, he doesn't want you to forget that he did that. He doesn't want us to forget how good he had been for us. He doesn't want us to get out there in the wilderness and start complaining and start grumbling and mumbling and go back. Just send me back to where I came from. At least there were Phoenix. At least, at least I had a place to sleep. He doesn't want us to come out and want bondage over freedom. And that's what happens a lot of the times. When we start heading into what God's called us to do, we freak out, we panic, we start, you know, like this is too much, this is too big, this is too heavy. God said, remember who I am. Remember what I've done already. Remember that I'm the God. I'm the God that protected you and brought you out of all of that bondage. I'm the God that did that. I want you to set up a memorial in remembrance of what I've done and remembrance of where I've already brought you from so that you can tell generations to come, so that you can tell your grandbabies and your great-grandbabies and leave a legacy and leave a story of what God has done for you personally, for this church, for uh, people that you know that have, 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 have went through the things and made it, we have to stand strong. There's a, there's a, there's a standard. There's a standard that we're not holding up. I still believe in holiness, church. I believe in living holy and doing what God has called us to do. I really do. I drive people crazy. You mean you don't watch that? You can't do that? You won't go there? No. Unless I'm going to get somebody for Jesus, no, I ain't doing it. I'm just not doing it because I have a standard to hold up. You have a standard to hold up. And so I'm, I'm saying all this, and I don't, I'm running out of stuff to say because I've said everything God's given me to say. Apply the blood. Pray over your home. Pray over your family. Get in your word and read that story out. Study it out, whatever you have to do. I, I, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. I'm only going to say what Holy Spirit has given me to say, and I've said it. But I do want you to understand that whatever is coming, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's horribly bad. But it does mean that we need to protect our homes, and we should be doing this anyway. I mean, for real. I mean, your home should be protected. When you pray, but if God is saying take this extra measure and covering and protecting your home, do it. 
What are you going to hurt? What are you going to lose? What are you going to lose? Nothing. You're going to gain. You're going to be protected. This time next week, I don't know what, what, what life's going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to be here, you're going to be here. I mean, we could all be in heaven worshiping the Almighty. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. But what I do know is I trust God. I do know I trust him. I do know I lean heavily on leading in the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I do know that when I hear him speak, I'm listening. What I do know is it doesn't matter if folks understand it, believe me, or whatever. This is, this is what I've got. This is what he's given me. This is what you're going to get because this is what he said to me. And there's nothing fancy and nothing formal about that. And sometimes we can have services like we had this morning and just want to just bust the walls down with the Holy Spirit. This is still the Holy Spirit. (laughs) This is still him. He's just speaking a little different. Amen? It's just a little different. And I'm okay with that because I'm not the boss. He is. He's the boss. And I say what he says. And I do what he says. And hopefully that you will join me in agreements with that. Apply the blood on the doorpost. You can take time to read that out and study that out. There's so much in there. I thought about you and how you are with your studying and how you are with this and this and the timelines and this and that. I thought about all of that, but I don't have time to just go through all of that. But I thought about you. I bet you do, too. (laughs) I bet you do. And I just thought about some of the wonderful things that you could pull out of this but all I was focused on, okay, I hear you. Apply the blood to the doorpost. I say, uh-uh, you ain't getting up in this house in the name of Jesus because you see the blood. It's Passover. Passover. Lord, you gave me your word. You got to pass over. And I love to pray for my neighbors in such a way, and I will pray for them. But if they ain't got no blood, that's why I like to talk to uh, my neighbors and different ones about, about the Lord because All they can do is say yes or reject him. We've done our part. We've done our part. I'm done. I'm done. 